0: So what I'm wanting to do is to share with you more and more of the glimpses into what God was doing, uh, especially in the last 600 years of our history, which so often have been portrayed simply as church history. It's like uh, people and their doctrinal disagreements and their uh inventions of church government and all of these things that church history is all about. And um, it's as though we have left out the God part. And um, that's that's disturbed me. And so what I wanted to do in glory through time was to show you the God part. And as we move into uh, the Reformation, and uh, we find that the Scottish Reformation was really the clearest indication that God was behind the new things that were happening. You can see the, the moving of the Holy Spirit in revival, in uh, spiritual awakenings in Scotland better than anywhere else. And so that's where I choose to s- start this story. As God is revealing the Holy Spirit. And uh, the, the first person to really show this was a guy named George Withert or Wishert. Um, not sure which is the right pronunciation. I've heard them both. And uh, maybe one is right and the other is wrong, but I'm not sure. But anyway, George Withert or Wishert was uh, uh, the first guy to manifest a spirit of prophecy. You know, this is a part that's been left out of of church history. It's like we took all the the God parts and we said, we don't believe in those anymore. We just believe in the church part, the man part, the, the part we can control. But the God part was there. And one of those God parts was prophecy. And so George Wishart was uh, an amazing preacher, and the spirit would fall uh, when he was preaching. Revival would happen. Uh, Spiritual awakenings uh, where he would go, especially in the Southwest. But when he was in the Northeast at Dundee, he had a word of prophecy that uh, a, a, a disaster was about to befall the city. Then he went to the southwest, but then while he was there and revival was breaking out there, uh, he heard that this disaster that he had foreseen was actually happening. There was a plague that had filled the city and people were dying by the hundreds, even the thousands. And so he went back there immediately and began to preach the gospel to the sick and dying. And, uh, and and that was one of his first examples that we know of, uh, of of prophecy. Um, as as he continued to preach uh, in the, the north or in the in the northeast of Scotland, um, his life was um, attempted uh, twice uh, by people who wanted him dead, and uh, and he prophesied his own death um, to, for example, John Knox, his swordsman, who wanted to protect him and keep him alive in spite of all of the dangers. But he said, uh, no, uh, uh, you don't need to be concerned about it, basically. Uh, One life is enough to lose, let it be mine, kind of was what what he was saying. And sure enough, within a a month or two, he was uh, arrested by uh the sheriff of lothian um and and then um ended up in saint andrew's castle uh or hit the prison there the dungeon there and uh tried on a whole lot of charges that were trumped up and uh and then he was uh martyred um during his martyrdom and by the way they not only uh hanged him but they lit a fire under him and burned him as sort of at the stake but it wasn't a stake it was a gibbet and uh so they they just wanted to make sure he was dead and uh and and they and they got rid of him but he spoke two words of prophecy uh from his place of martyrdom um one of these was this realm shall be illuminated with the light of Christ's gospel so he was prophesying that the the things that he had started were going to spread out and out and out and fill the whole realm of Scotland and that is exactly what was about to happen under John Knox his swordsman and 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 then uh, he spoke another word here was cardinal beaton who was the one who was responsible for the for his death, and uh, and he was looking down on George Wishart uh, as 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 he was dying, sort of gloating over this death, and 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 George looked up to him and said, "You will be dead within a month," and that also is what happened. So here were just two examples, well, three, including the the Dundee prophecy. Of of the early prophecies in the the time of the Scottish Reformation, but the the movement that went north, called the Lollard movement, um, started by John Wycliffe in Oxford, um, that ended up with with this preaching and this martyrdom uh, of George Wishart. Um, That movement also went uh, east, and it ended up in Bohemia, uh, today's Czech Republic. And uh, there was a professor there named John Huss, and uh, Huss was tired of his people uh, being dominated by Rome and Germany. he thought that they should be able to worship god and have the bible in their own language and so the bohemians began to develop this teaching and 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 they responded to it you know it's like god loves us for who we are not just for who somebody else is that we've got to be like them but he loves us for who we are and so um they they had they developed a Bible in their own language and they developed worship in their own language and of course this was not popular with either the Germans or the romans and uh and so they uh, they felt like they had to do something about this because it was becoming very very popular so they um allured John Huss. Uh, to um, uh, account for his doctrines, promised him safe uh, passage, and, uh, and of course their promises weren't worth a hill of beans, and they uh, arrested him, and they tried him, and they also uh, martyred him. And so during his martyrdom, he spoke uh, again two words. And uh, these were the two words that he spoke as he was burning. The first was, I am no dreamer, but I maintain this for certain, that the image of Christ will never be effaced. They have wished to destroy it, but it shall be painted afresh in all hearts by much better preachers than myself. The nation that loves Christ will rejoice at this, And I, awaking from the dead and rising, so to speak, from my grave, shall leap with great joy. So he also prophesied that this evangelical gospel is going to grow and fill the land, just as George Wissart did in uh, Scotland. But then he also prophesied this. You are now going to burn a goose. And that was a play on his own name, John Huss. Huss means goose uh, in Bohemian. So he's saying, you are now going to burn a goose, but in a century you will have a swan whom you can neither roast nor boil. And a hundred years later, here comes Martin Luther. And uh, I, the amazing thing is that the Holy Spirit confirmed this through a dream given to uh a very powerful man, Frederick the Wise of Saxony, who was one of the electors of the Holy Roman Empire. And that's a a story way too long for me to tell right now. But it is fascinating to see what God revealed to this man a hundred years after uh, the death of John Huss, who who became the protector of Martin Luther as all of this uh, Protestant Reformation was happening. So that's in my book two of Glory Through Time. You'll just have to buy the book. And Father, I just ask you to let this word about the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit and what you were doing to to bring people out of this power and might Christianity, twisting the whole gospel so terribly. But Lord, let us take this to heart. Let us hear what you have been doing all this time so that we can reject the one kind of following you and accept the other, what your original intentions were in Jesus' name.